Welcome to Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little. Hi, it's Thursday, time for Tiff's Logic. Thank you so much for being here. We have a pretty exciting show today. I got several requests to run a um, show on this topic, so I decided to go ahead and give the people what they asked for and do it. Our topic is um, the games we play in relationships. This one kind of hit kind of um, close to home for me. I I have had this this sort of experience in my life and in relationships, so I am very comfortable with this topic. I have several, several friends that I know who have gone through this and I just, I feel like this is going to be a great show and we're going to give some really good advice and take some really good callers and questions. Again, for those of you that don't have the number, it's 1-888-463-6748 and you can also email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. And I want to go ahead and get started with some some basic some basic games or some basic information um what games can be, what are games, and some research that I did after I decided that I was going to go with this topic. Um, so the first thing is you know playing hard to get um, that's a that's a big one. And there's some sugar-coated lying. I mean, there's all kinds of little things that people do um, game-wise in relationships, whether it's long-term, whether it's dating. Um, there's just – there's all kinds of stuff. So – and and when I'm saying playing hard to get, I want to go ahead and say that I, I'm a strong believer that there's a positive to this, this game, and particularly because, I mean, I do think there's a time and a place for it. And I think leaving some things for the imagination and not making yourself 100% available is, is, is always good to, to practice, especially when the relationship is new. You, you, and I've said this several times on past episodes. You don't want to just put your whole self out there with everything you have to offer, your fears, your, your goals, your, your focus, your future. You know, you, you leave some of that. You leave some of that for the imagination and, and for the future and things like that. And so. I actually Googled the topic to, to see if, if how serious and prevalent this playing games was in a relationship and, or playing hard to get specifically. And, um, there was a study that I read and it was in the European Journal <clears throat> that it, it collected all the data or data from a group of young men and women attending four different universities. And I really liked this one because I, I felt like this study summarized everything that I think as far as playing hard to get and when I have practiced it or whatnot. So the results show that those seeking long-term relationships have had better success rates when playing hard to get. And if you think about it, it makes absolute sense because, you know, our subconscious is probably telling us, you know, to, to do these things to either protect ourselves or investigate situations and just to get, to get comfortable. And, you know, it also, it also gives us a chance to see if, you know, if the part, the person you're interested in is willing to put in the hard work and, you know, go after you, um, when you are playing hard to get. 
And if they do, you know, if they stick around, oh, and, and, and don't pull the, oh, she's playing games, I'm out card, or oh, he's playing games, you know. If they do stick around, that there, there's a good possibility that they are in it for the long haul. So I think that was a great sum, summary of, or, and that was a great study to show kind of where my mind is and how it works when I'm thinking about playing hard to get a little bit and kind of keeping the cards close to your chest and not just giving everything away, you know. And and when you are in that kind of situation and, and your partner or the person you're interested in, you know, comes after you and puts up a fight for you and does chase you a little bit, um, that's a good sign. So I want to say, yes, that's a game, playing hard to get, but there are some huge positives to it. And I think it's important that we – we practice, you know, both sides, not just, not just the one, you know, playing games, don't answer calls, give out fake numbers, not, not that kind of playing hard to get, but, you know, the kind where you just take things slow and, you know, don't make yourself so available. But, you know, the problem is when you play hard to get, you know, um, when you go down this path, it's, it's an all, all likelihood that the, person you're interested in could be could be doing the same thing and that might not get us very far but hopefully that's not the case and and hopefully it's just all about protecting yourself and being careful and saving things for the future and and getting to know each other um i also a a really big one i've gotten a lot of emails um about was Sugar-coated lying. So we can we can go into that one and a little bit later on. Um, I actually have a caller, and um, Melinda, are you there? I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Thanks for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Um, let's see. I've met this gentleman. We did meet online. Um, over the last couple of months, we've gotten to know each other quite well. Um, he's very open. I'm very open, but all of a sudden, when he calls and wants to share his feelings and what's going on in his day with me, I always make myself available. I'm always, you know, there to listen and provide feedback if that's what he wants. But when I put my feelings out there and kind of tell him point blank how I'm feeling, I get ignored or he doesn't reply. Okay, and so and and to be clear, this has been going on for a couple of months now. Yes. And you're always available to him when you know he he messages you or calls or whatever the communication process is. Yep. And so, when you are not talking about how you feel, how is he about communicating back and responding? Um. Well, it's mostly him, you know, telling me about his day and what's going on. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty receptive to him. And I, I sit there and listen. But lately, it's when I try to get, convey something to him, it's like he either doesn't respond or it goes to a different subject. And that, and that was my next question. Does he, does, when you go into how you're feeling or, Speaking about you, does he does he change the topic or does he, you know, ask questions and you you answer that he changes the topic. So, what does he change it to? Does it go back to things about him or? Yeah, 
back to him or something that's gone on in his day. Okay. So it, as an outsider looking in, it looks like that there's a chance that he is, you know, using, not using you, but using you and, and you are a very good friend to him and someone that he comes home to and calls first and says, you know, here's my day. Here's how things went. It was, it was great. It was crappy or whatever the, the case is. You know, he, he immediately calls you and looks to you for advice and enjoys speaking to you. Has he ever given you any reason to believe that he was interested in other things aside from being friends? Um, yes, that, that's come about recently. And I mean, he was, it took a while to get there, but once he said that and I started back with him saying, you know, how I felt and just banter about different things. It, it's like he's, I don't know if he shut me out or if he's ignoring it or what he's doing. It's a very frustrating situation. So you recently told him where you were at, how you were feeling, and he just totally ignored it, hasn't responded. Yes. How did that go? Hasn't responded. I mean, there are certain aspects, like when I tell him I miss him, well, I miss you too. I mean, just simple things like that. But when it goes a little deeper, he never responds. So... I really honestly want to say he is it, – it's a very odd situation because he looks to you for emotional support and he, you are his confidant and, and he tells you things and very much values what you have to say. But it's very one-sided. You know, yeah. um, as soon as you open up to him or it involves you, he shuts down. So have you tried – doing what he is doing? Have you tried feeding off his energy and kind of, I mean, you said you made yourself available, but have you considered scaling back and kind of taking a step back and not being so available and ignoring some of the things he says? I mean, cause he's not answering you straight up and I think that's a problem, but you know, you've always given him that respect and that decency. So I think that's a huge problem. But if you're not willing to just walk away yet and you kind of still want to explore it, maybe, you know, you could try to scale back and, and give him what he's given you. Feed off of him. I could try that. I mean, how do you feel about doing that? It's something that I'm not used to, but I'm willing to try anything at this point. And, I mean... I'm not one that would be able to send and express those kind of emotions and not hear something back either. Um, I would also, I mean, have you said anything about him not responding to your personal feelings that you said to him? I, ha I have, and I, I, I said, you know, it, it feels like you're trying to shut me out. I said, you always try, I always see you responding to other people, like, other mutual friends and still haven't had the courtesy to talk to me. And he's like, well, friends are everything. And I'm like, okay, so what am I? Absolutely. You know, I mean, and the more you talk about it, the more I kind of feel like I, I honestly think that maybe you should take a step back and, and seriously not make yourself as available. And then, 
make him realize what is the, what the real situation is and, you know, or, or just tell you, you know, just tell me what is going on in your head. You know, if you want to be friends, say that don't the back and forth, the wishy washy, he gets to tell you, Oh, I miss you. And say intimate things to you or whatever that makes you believe there's more there. But then when you put it out there, he gives you nothing and shuts down and that, and that's not fair. And and you don't have to put up with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would strongly suggest playing off of him and not making yourself as available. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve it in my opinion. You know, if, if he gets to call you every day and you're there for him every single day or, or you talk to you or whatever, you know, you guys communicate and you're there for his every need, but he's not, it, it's not, it's a, it's a one way street. That's not okay. And you don't deserve that. Right. So I would say feed off of his energy and, um, see, see how that goes and see where that takes you. Okay. I will most definitely try that. Thank you so much for calling in, and please keep me posted. You can email me or call in anytime. I would definitely love to hear how it went. Okay. Thank you so much, Tiffany. You're welcome. Okay. I want to take a quick email, and then we can um, shoot over to a commercial break. I have um, an email that just came in, and this one this one is um, – it was one of my favorites so far that I, that I read. Um, so this, this message is from Jennifer and she says, Tiff help. I've been seeing a guy for four months and I'm confused on if he's really into me or just using me for, for sex. And the, the problem is, uh, she gave me, uh, for instance, and she says every time they make plans to go out and do things with friends or in public, he finds a way to reschedule or somehow not, not come or not show up. And, but when the dates are private and it's kind of like a one-on-one dinner at one of their houses or something like that, there's no, there's never an issue. Um, and Jennifer, this is kind of interesting because, you know, you, you gave me two scenarios where one, he doesn't show up and one, he does show up. And, you know, you've been going through this for four months now, which I think is a, as a decent amount of time to, you should be able to have a handle on things for the most part. And you're, you're pretty confused. So I, my, my issue is I, I really, really think that you should communicate how you're feeling. If you are feeling like there's a chance that you are, you know, being kept at arm's length or, you know, Every time you guys hang out, it's in private. If you are feeling that, chances are, I mean, that might be the case. And I think it's important for you to maybe reach out to him and, and say that to him and express and express that to him. Like, hey, you know, why is it when we were supposed to go to the the movies with so-and-so, you know, or or whatever he has gotten out of and not come through with why is it that he's not showing up and why is it that you know when it's one-on-one it's not an issue um you know are you are you both on the same page is you know and and the only way and and you might not even find out but one of the only ways you will find out is if you communicate with him and just ask him straight up um because you're giving him the chance to just tell you tell you what's really going on. And if you don't ask him, you, you, you might not ever know. 
and it, it allows him to continue on with the way things are, you know, he, he might not try to change them. He might, he might not, he might not see anything wrong with the situation. So it's, it's important that you try to speak to him first and see, see where his head's at. And then you can determine how you feel and if it's something that you want to continue to continue to be in and subject yourself to. And please, please always, everyone is always encouraged to follow up with me and let me know how things are going. Um, the, the email to reach us at is tiffslittle at gmail.com and the number is 1-888-463-6748. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Let's get back to Tiffany Little for more of Tip's logic on Talk Zone. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. We have a couple of callers, but I wanted to take an email first. I, I really, really liked this one. I just saw it as well. Um, and this one comes from Mark. And he says, hey, Tiff, I'm very interested in a female I work with. The problem is I've portrayed a real douchebag role for a really long time. Any ideas how I can change my image without turning her off? This is such a good one. Um, this, this happens all the time. You know, we, and I don't even want to say we go into things trying to play someone different, but this literally happens every day. Like you meet someone and there's a really good chance they are putting on a front and putting on a show for you. We have had callers before who have experienced this where they portrayed this perfect person and then, you know, things moved from long distance to moving into with each other and they were at a crossroads because they had lived so perfect and done everything correct and now the, the flaws and the imperfections were coming through. So so we've actually dealt with this a little bit before. Um, my question is to Mark, I, I don't know how big of a douchebag role you've been playing. I'm hoping that it's not something that you, you cannot fix. But I honestly, if I was her, and knew you as someone different, different than who you actually were, um, I would love you to just be honest. And I, I, I say that so many times. I find myself answering everyone's questions nine times out of ten with be honest, be yourself, you know, tell them how you're feeling because honestly it works. It really, really works when you are honest with someone and you let them know. But again, for her and you, I think maybe you could, an idea would be that you could just approach her, um, ask her on a date. And, you know, if you were so obnoxious or whatever that she says no, maybe you could tell her, you know, give me a chance. You know, the role I've been playing wasn't really me and I, you know, you were nervous or you're putting on a show, whatever the reason was for you doing this, this, and, and you could kind of elaborate and tell her, or, you know, you could even open it up with, Hey, um, I think you know, a side of me that I'm not too fond of, or that 
isn't really me. And I'd really, really like you to get to see another side of me. Um, I think you're cool. I'm interested in you. And uh, maybe we could go to dinner and you could get to real the, to, to know the real me. And so that, that's a cool way that maybe you could do it. Or you could just slowly be yourself. You know, you could just start being comfortable in your skin and doing the things you would do in a different setting as yourself. You know, you could just start showing her that, that who you really are or, and what kind of person you want her to see, you know, just, just start doing that and, and maybe she'll notice it on her own and things will blossom that way kind of organically, I guess, if, if you're being yourself. But the problem is you already know that she has a, a an image of you in her head that you're not too fond of, and you already know that you have feelings for her. So there's a good chance that you just say, you know what, Th- this isn't me. I, I would like a, t- to get to show you the real me. And, you know, and it also depends on if you feel like she's interested in you. You know, you, you didn't really say that in the email, so I, I don't really know. But honesty and being yourself, I mean, you can't lose. And and if it doesn't work and she doesn't like either side of you, then it, it just meant to be. But I think giving it a fair shot would mean being honest with her and you with yourself. So I would take that and try to incorporate that in your and your image when you're around her, just be you, be yourself, be honest, and definitely please feel free to let me know how that goes. We actually have a caller. Joe, are you there? Tiffany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for calling. Yeah. Of course. How you been? I haven't spoke to you in a few weeks. I know. Is everything okay with you, Joe? Everything. Everything's great. We have a lot to touch on today. We have a phone caller. We have an email. We have a subject title. I don't even know where to begin first. Where do you want to begin first? You tell me. Well, I want to hear about a relationship you've been in when someone has played games. We can do that. I want to. In fact, I'd love to get to that. I do, though, want to touch base on a couple of the other topics that you that you spoke about before because I do want to interject there, because I feel as if I can add something. So okay. firstly, with the the subject of like playing hard to get, right? Mm-hmm. So as a guy, we do play hard to get sometimes when it comes to, when it comes to women, but there's a reason bef- behind it. The reason is, is that we want to see if you girls are going to be able to play back and we're trying to project down the road. So for example, we like that element of surprise. We want to know that if I go home, my girl might be waiting for me in a robe with nothing else underneath. Like, we like that. We like that sense of surprise. We like that sense of not knowing exactly what you're going to do. If I know every day I'm going to come home to a girl who's going to be wearing the same pants and the same shirt and the same dirty sneakers, i got to tell you, that's not what it's about. It's all about that element of surprise. And I kind of think that we play a little bit hard to get because we want to see if you have that too because if you do we're attracted to that we like that does that make sense you do you you understand where i'm coming from with that well i do and i i originally opened the show with i i I was actually in agreement with everything you said you know i think that it's important 
to leave that element of surprise and imagination. And it's, it's, I'm not fond of somebody just throwing everything out there the first time and, and just showing me everything you have because then I get to see everything and, and make the judgment based on that. You know, I, there's never any time to grow. Quick, and then we think something's wrong with you, and yeah, there's a lot that goes on. Now, let me touch base on, on your caller. Here's what I think. I think what's going on, in my mind, is that this guy might be just a little bit too inward, meaning that he's dominating the conversations with Melinda. He's dominating that just because he's not focusing on anything else but himself. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Now, for me, if I was talking to a girl and I liked her, guess what I would be doing? The complete opposite. I want you to tell me because you're going to feel better when you vent and you tell me about your day and I want to hear about it. I am automatically scoring points in the back of your mm-hmm. head. And you like me both know that. So that's one of the things that I would do as a man that I would want to hear how your day was. I want to, I want to embrace that just so you think that I have that kind of appeal that I really care. And I'm not saying that I'm that bad, like I don't care. I'm just saying that I'm going to put that impression that I do. To get to your email, you know, that guy, if he acts like a douchebag at the office, the easiest way for him to, to hook up with this girl is to let, let her see him outside of the office. And then she can compartmentalize that he's a douchebag at the office, but let's say they go out for drinks. Not even dinner. Dinner's too formal. Let her see him in a fun atmosphere. That's completely un- uh, beyond douchebaggery, right? So you, she needs to see him, whether he's whether he's he's, he's playing golf, whether he's you know he's, he's having a few drinks. No matter what he's doing, she needs to see him in a light where he's not that office. And then for him to have a fighting chance with her, she needs to see him in that light. And then she'll say to herself, "Okay, so he's a dick at the office. Oh, sorry, he's a douchebag at the office, but." Uh, outside of the office, he's a lot better. And she might actually be attracted to that. You never know. Some girls like that. Some girls like that, you know, that they have somebody that's witty and, and a little bit of a sarcastic person. So that could be a, a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of a uh, of a different image that he'd be able to portray for her. And you know, I, I, I love all of the advice you give. I actually, as and you gave us, you gave us a male perspective um, for Melinda, our first caller, and I really, really liked that. Um, I, too, thought that he should be asking her questions about her day, especially when she was so open to him and always there for him anytime he needed. Um, and I think it was it's it's important that she knows that that's how it should be going. You know, he should be asking her, well, Enough about me. What about you? You know, and I think that um, he might be being a little selfish in the situation and and maybe, you know, is using oh. her for, you know, just just to, so he can always talk about himself. And, and that's no fun. I feel like yeah. I feel like that he's using her as a crutch. That's what I kind of mm-hmm. feel like when you tell me that. And and what I also think is no matter like so she kind of opened up to him. You know, even if he's not ready to open up to her, he should still try and find out how her day is and what's going on with her. Because it doesn't work when you have that 90-10 relationship where somebody's just dishing it out and you're not being reciprocal with it. That never works out in a relationship. I mean, from a guy's point of view, I mean, if I was doing that to a girl, I mean, i got to tell you something. I, I, I would personally, if I was her, 
I think I, I would I would be very I, I you know what I would do I would just let it go I wouldn't even bring it up again and I would wait for him if she wants to keep the friendship and the conversation going I think that's cool but for me I wouldn't open up to him again and I wouldn't bring up that she had brought it up to him again I don't want to make it into a big deal and let him come back to it and if he doesn't then guess what that's not the right guy that's my absolutely. That's Absolutely. And as far as Mark goes, I, I agree. I think he should try to get her in a different setting and let her see the different side of him. And that's, and that's what I suggested for him. And you know, Joe, you're so good with all this advice right now. I want to hear a situation you've been in. Give me one. All right. Like as far as, as far as games go. Oh my God. Absolutely. All right. So. Um, I, I might have been in a few relationships, and um, <laughs> and so I was, uh, I was dating. I was dating a couple of girls, and I dated this girl, and she and she, and she was fantastic. She was uh, she was good. She was uh, you know she she definitely played the game. You know, kissed on the first date, nothing on the second date. You know, kind of you know just just everything typical. I mean, the prototypical relationship. And I saw that coming, right? Like, and I saw like the steps. And I saw the maturation, and I, and I saw where I was going to be in three months, and I saw where I was going to be in six months. And I have to tell you, like, I didn't want that. Like, I wanted it to be different. Like, I wanted to, to switch it up. And, and I went off the radar. I went totally off the radar. Like, I went off the radar for, like, a week. And then I, and I got back to her, and she was like, oh, my God, what happened to you? And, and she was all nervous and all panicky. And I was like, I was like calm down, baby. I'm here. It, 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 it's fine. And I saw... That like I saw like she really cared, but what kind of what kind of spooked me was that she was just like, "Where were you?" Like I was almost getting lectured, and so I could see what my life was going to be like if I went down the road with that girl. <laughs> if I actually went on a business trip for a few days, like so, that's one of the things that I like to do as a guy is I like to throw a curveball in there, and I want to see how they react because if they're cool. And then they don't react crazy like that. Then I know I got some special on my hands. But if they start acting like they need Xanax, then we got a problem. Then we got a situation because they want to get all into the and they want to just be on top of you and smother you. And and listen, I love spending romantic time with a girl. I think it's I think that there's nothing more special than you having some intimacy and you having those romantic times. But I got to tell you. I want to watch football, too. I want to go, and I want to fly to, to go see it. I want to fly to see the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. That's what I want to do, and I don't want to have to explain myself to do it. So that is one of the things that I personally do to throw things off. So I'm just giving you a little bit of, a, of the guy's, you know, a little bit of the guy's perspective. Now, there's a lot more of these tricks that we do. I can't share them all on one call. But just so you know, there's a little, there's a little, there's a little playbook. I... I really, really like the curveball that you, you say you do. I, I've never really thought about that. Absolutely. And so you basically are in a I relationship. Do it, I didn't do it for all girls. I didn't, I don't do it for all girls. But if I can see, like I think a girl has potential and I think that she could be the one. I 1,000% throw a curveball in there. Because here, and for a couple of reasons. One, she's obviously dated guys before and they've all done the same thing. So I want to be a little bit different. I want to be a little bit more spontaneous. But two, it gets her out of her comfort zone. So I want to see what she's like when she's not doing the, when she's not going down the checklist. I want to see how she reacts. I want to see what she's like. I'm not telling her that I cheated on her. 
I'm not telling her that I did something messed up. I didn't hook up with her best friend. But all I'm saying is, is that I'm throwing a little curveball out there. And there's a few of these that you can throw out. But that's one of them. That's one of the curveballs I throw out. And I love getting, because you're getting an original reaction. You're getting a real reaction. That's a great one. That's that's a really, really good one. Um, and I don't know how many people actually practice this and do it, um, but that's a really good one. I, I'm not saying we, we want to go and do that with every single girl. And like you said, you don't do it with every girl in every relationship you've been in, and you pick and choose the ones that you might be able to see something in the future with. So you you throw them a curveball, you, you don't get back to them for a few days, and then when you do, you – you are looking for that reaction. You want to see how they react, and you base your next move off of them. Right. So if she – so here's the thing. So I go off the radar for a few days, and I'm going to get a couple of different reactions. So I'm either going to get a reaction where, oh, my God, where, what's going on? Where have you been? And I can't believe you didn't call me. Or I'm going to get a reaction like, God, I missed you. How are you doing? Like, I don't know where you've been, but, you know, I, 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 felt, I, I felt something missing when you weren't around. I get that kind of reaction. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm going in head first. Yeah, but keep in mind, I don't think you should rule out anyone that gives you, you know, where the hell have you been? Because I never said that, though. I didn't say that. I didn't say I, I was ruling them out. But I said if they give me the other reaction, I'm going in head first. If they give me that reaction, I'm going to play it on a little bit more. Guess what? Throw another curveball in that. And I'm going to see how that works. And if you want, next week, I will give you Joe's playbook on curveballs. I will give you four amazing curveballs in a relationship for either a guy or a girl to see their reactions outside the comfort zone to see if that's the person that you want to be with. And that's my gift to you. Well, thank you so much for always having so much insight. And thank you for listening and calling in. I, I really, really think you hit so many good things on the head and and you know, had some show. really, really – thank you. You had some really awesome points. So thank you so much. And I I think I might even elaborate a little bit on the curveball Um because I, I re- that's really interesting, and that's one I, I never, ever even thought about. So thank you so much, Joe. You're awesome, and I look forward to hearing from you again soon. So the curveball, that's so interesting. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. It's it's great. It's great. I I I don't know. I'm going to think about that tonight. I'm, I'm literally going to think about that tonight and see how I feel. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone with your host, Tiffany Little. And then the number for those of you who are in need is 1 888 463 6748. We've had such good advice and good callers and good um, emails today. I'm, I'm so pumped. I have another one that I would like to share, and this is from Jeffrey. Jeffrey says, hi, Tiff. Um, at what point should we stop and step back and say, well, are these games or are they just not interested? 
And that's such a good question. I, I honestly, I could say there's no real time. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you four days, six weeks. I'm not going to say any of that. It, it really just depends. Like, it depends on how you're feeling and, and what you're getting from them and what kind of games are we talking about? You know, like you, they, they could be pulling a Joe and just throwing, throwing you a curveball or, you know, they, they could be doing several other things because they aren't interested or they could be doing things because they're nervous. It just really depends on what is the situation and what's going on and the feedback and the actual relationship, you know. That's a great question and we can all, you know, take a real look into that and I, I want to say if it's, if it's one-sided or a one-way street and you never really get anything in return, they don't, they don't ask you how your day was and they, they don't try to go out of their way to make you feel special or, you know, take you to dinner or do things that a lot of us would do if we were interested in someone, then there might be a chance that they're just playing games and, you know, but it really just depends. It depends on what the situation is and what you're experiencing with that person. So I, I can't give you a real time period of when you should, you know, when should be the make or break. I really think you just need to go off what you're feeling and how you're being treated, you know, and, and what's really going on in the situation. I, I, I do believe in, you know, communicating and just, just having a chat with them. And you could always just ask, you know, are you interested? Is, is this going somewhere? Especially if it's, if there's been a good amount of time and, you know, and you still find yourself scratching your head and, and wondering if, if they're into you because a lot of that stuff should be fading away as time goes on. I mean, if they keep calling you and they keep asking you to hang out and do things, then I mean, I would hope they aren't playing games, but sadly there, I mean, there are going to be people that keep us around just to keep us around and, you know, kind of play with emotions and whatnot. So really trust your instincts, ask questions and feel it out and take your time, but don't let anyone, you know, take advantage or take you for granted. And I mean, you know, Keep it moving. Keep moving forward and just ask yourself. Ask yourself and and listen to what's going on and pay attention. And I think you can make a judgment off that. We have I have another email and then this this probably probably be our last one, but um they are just confused and, and this is from a, a Marcus and Marcus says he, he's really, really confused because he is in a relationship with someone and, it, and it's new and everyone involved is telling him that he needs to get away and that she's, she's not into him, but she tells him the complete opposite and his friends are telling him that if if she liked him as much as she says she does, that she would be doing and acting and she would be doing things and acting differently than she really is. So, I mean, my question for, for you, Marcus is, you know, 
how do you feel? You know, I get that all your friends are saying one thing and she's telling you another, but how do you feel? You know, do you feel like she's into you? Do you feel like she's playing games? You know, things like that. I mean, it, it really, it's, it's kind of hard to read off of the email how you're feeling. So I would say, yes, you want to listen to advice from friends and family and outsiders looking in, but it ultimately depends on how you feel, how you feel you're being treated, how, how you think the relationship is going. And it's hard because if she's telling you one thing, um, that's what you're going with. That's, I mean, you, we could only hope that people are being honest with us and letting us know how they really feel, but there's chances that they're not. So, you know, and that's, this has kind of been the whole showrunner, you know, it, about your feelings and communicating. And so I would say the same thing, you know, how do you feel? What do you think's happening? If, if you're getting those vibes as well, which I don't think you would have, you know, emailed if you, if you didn't kind of agree with the friends or if you weren't listening to them. So it's, it's very important just to take a step back and, and see how you feel. Um, but please feel free anyone to email us back at it's tifflittle at gmail.com or call 1-888-463-6748. We have another caller. John, are you there? Yeah. Hello. Hi, John. Thanks for calling Hi, in. How are you? Good. Um, I guess I had a question. I had a question about, uh, about this relationship that I'm in. Um, I, uh, I started to, to date this, this younger girl. Um, she's in her early twenties and I'm in my late twenties. Uh, but I also told her that I was in my early twenties and, uh, we've, we've become a lot closer and I definitely like her a lot. And I'm not sure really, I guess, you know, how to, how to break it to her it might be a big deal. And I guess I'm kind of worried that she would just take off. Okay. So my question to you, John, is when you first met her, you lied about your age, right? Yeah. And now you think there could be a future and you feel the need to go ahead and let her know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not something that I could keep secret, you know, our, our whole life. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so at, at, at some point, I guess I'd have to tell her, but I really think that it would just be a deal breaker for her. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm seven, she's 22 and I'm 29. So I guess I'm seven years older than her. Um, but, uh, but I don't, I don't think that, she, that she'd want to, or that she'd, you know, want to continue it, I guess. If, uh, or I don't think that she would have given me the time of day if she knew that I was almost 30. Uh, but now that we know each other a little bit better, um, you know, I think she might be more understanding. But still, it feels poopy that I lied to her, you know. Yeah, and this is this is um, this goes back to a game that is quite often played, and and we can call it for all purposes sugar-coated lying. You know, that's where we meet someone and oh, yeah, I love to fish and you don't fish. Or, yeah, I'm not seeing one else and you are seeing someone. Or, sure, I love Italian and that's your least favorite food. I mean, that happens all the time. People say things that they think somebody wants to hear or they think will get them a better chance of, you know, getting farther and progressing in the relationship. Unfortunately, these things happen where you end up really liking someone, enjoying time you've spent with them, and you find yourself trying to correct all of 
the the little white the lies, little white yeah. lies. Yeah. So honestly, if she knows you and she still hangs out with you and and you she thinks you're one age, why do we think that's necessarily going to change? Now, if you have other issues like, oh, I don't have children and you do have children or, oh, I've never been married, but you do. Those are kind of Much big bigger. things. Right. Yeah. As, as far as the age goes, um, you know, I've actually been in that situation where I, I have been lied to and have lied about ages. So I think, I think looking back, I think we do it with the intention to meet that, the needs or, or whatever we're doing it for. But I don't think that you just having lied about your age, that's not deal breaker for me, especially if we've been hanging out and it's to the point where you feel something and you feel the need to tell and, and to admit to that, then, I mean, and she's still, you guys are in this relationship and she's there. Uh, I don't know that telling her your real age is going to be enough to, you know, totally push her away. Yeah. You like each other now you like each other and you've enjoyed each other and, and you now want to come clean. I really don't, Think and it would not be for me that that much of a deal breaker. So I think but, you should just tell her. So you so you think I should just tell her over over dinner one day or something, and hopefully she doesn't overreact. Yeah, and then and tell her why. Tell her why you did it. Okay. Yeah. I you suppose, know. I suppose that's fair because because you know behind behind those white lies, I guess there is a reason. You know whether they're right or wrong, there is a reason. So hopefully we can find a find a meeting ground on that, a solid ground. Yep. And and you can definitely call, feel free to call in and let me know how it goes and and good okay. luck. Thank you so okay. much for calling in. All right. Thank you, John. We have another caller. Chloe, are you there? I'm Hi Chloe, thanks for calling in. Hey, um I had a question for you. Um, a guy I've been seeing has, I, I, I really am starting to think that he may be seeing other people. And, you know, we haven't really said that we're exclusive to each other, but um, we've kind of been dating for a while. And um, I was just kind of wondering, like, how I should approach that situation and, you know, what are some signs I could look for that he's not, um, you know, as exclusive with me as I am with him. Okay, Chloe, that's such a good question. Um, first off, if you're getting a vibe that there's, there could be someone else, I mean, in every situation I've seen, there normally is, but you know, it's, it's a, a newer relationship and you're just trying to find, you know, your boundaries and where you guys stand. I mean, have you asked him, you know, are we exclusive? Have you had that chat with him yet? Um, no. No, we've just, you know, kind of been dating um, for the past few few months, and we haven't really had the conversation yet. And I guess that's kind of how I'm curious. I'm curious to know how I should approach it. You know, like and should I have that conversation? Absolutely. I mean, are you at the point where you would like to be exclusive and not seeing other people? I mean, I haven't been, um, but I have a pretty good inkling that he has been. And so, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm ready to be exclusive. Um, I just don't know how to approach him not being exclusive. I would straight up ask and say, Hey, I'm, I'm at the point where I would like to 
to be exclusive. I don't want to share you. I'm not into that. I, I mean, and he doesn't really need to know what you've been doing at, you know, that point. But as you said, you weren't seeing anyone. So you could say that I, I'm not. And, and that might be flattering too, to look at it like that. If you come to him and say, you know what? I'm not interested in seeing anyone else. I'm, I'm at this point with you now that I'm feeling you and I enjoy you and I don't want anyone else. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm the type of person that I would say that I would ask you, hold on now. You know, are there other people? Like, can we, can we, I'm not trying to lock you down and get married, but I'm, I'm not trying to share you with other people. And I'm also not out there doing that. And I think, you know, Anyone that respects you and wants to be with you is, is going to be okay with that. And they're going to answer you honestly. And, you know, if he says that he's going to be exclusive with you and then you find out he's not, well, that's a whole nother situation. So I would definitely, right. definitely say just, just tell him that, like tell him where you stand, tell him you're not trying to see other people and you want to be exclusive. Right. Okay. You know, well, I, I, I think you should definitely, and I think you, you should, I really think that you should just tell him that and I think you should pay attention and 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 kind of read him and see how you feel from his reaction, you know? Right, right. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so you. much thank for calling you. in and good luck. Sure, thank you. Okay, so it's sadly coming to an end. The show is almost over. It went by so fast, so fast. Um I have had several people emailing me with potential topics they would like to hear us talk about or ideas. Um, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much, so much. Um, I'm definitely open to any ideas that anyone has. Please feel free to, to email me with some thoughts on shows that we could have or topics that we could have and, um, Hopefully we'll get to talk about yours and you get to call in. So the number to call in is 1-888-463-6748. And please, anytime, feel free to reach out, email um, it, it's tifflittle at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next Thursday.